0: Hello and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Truzzi. Ooh, I got it right, right off the bat this time. No mess ups. <laughs> no forgetting my name or the title of our own podcast. <laughs> um, yes, hello, welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about another two-player game. Uh, this one is also kind of a... A surprisingly heavy for what it is game, and that is the game Mr. Jack Pocket. Yes, the one where it sounds
1: like his last name is Pocket, making it sound more adorable than it
0: should be. Yes, <laughs> or Mr. Jack pock Jack Pocket, or Jack or Jackpot. It, it maybe misheard it. I don't know. It's very <laughs> confusing, and 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 you're right. It is more adorable than it should be because this is a game where you are uh, Sherlock Holmes for some reason. And Mister uh, Jack the Ripper for some reason, and you, uh, Sherlock Holmes is trying to search for Jack the Ripper with his cohort Watson and the dog, which I always forget what's their bulldog's name. I can't remember.
1: I have no idea. It's a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Crackers. To- Crackers. It's, the bulldog. It's Toby. That's probably right. <laughs> Toby. In the instruction uh, book, Toby. they go
0: dot dot dot, and their dog Toby. <laughs> <laughs> He pit pattered into the night in the back streets of London with dot 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 their dog Toby. <laughs> um, but yes, this is a game where you are uh, once one of you is an ace. Uh, a- this is an asymmetrical game where one of you is the investigator trying to hunt down Jack the Ripper, um, and the other uh, through the back streets of London. Airback back alleys, I should say, and the other player is the killer, Jack the Ripper, uh, assuming an identity or the identity of Jack the Ripper, I guess. And they are trying to remain hidden for as long as possible. So, um, Alex, yes. you want to get into deets with the rules? I will
1: get into deets. Oh, uh, before get I forget, because deets. I don't think we mentioned it, the designer is Bruno Cathala and Oh, true, yes, Ludovic Malblanc. I hope oh, I Mal- pronounced that right. And publisher, yes. at least the version I have is. Hurricane,
0: possibly Hurricane. I'm not really sure. Yeah, uh, mine is Hurricane <laughs> as well. <laughs> Hurricane. All right. uh, yes, so, both pro, both guys are prolific designers. Designed a lot of games and are very well known yes. in the industry. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Rules, it's the rules of the game. All up. right. <laughs> All right. So uh, the, the board game is
1: it, it's set up, uh, and there are. Nine square tiles that end up being the alleyways or streets, Uh, and they also represent. (laughs) Yes, a three by three grid, and they also represent the different characters.
0: (laughs) People who can't, who are slow on the uptake of what nine square equals
1: (laughs) (laughs) nine square, but yes, three by three
0: grid of (laughs) a
1: three by three grid, Uh, and each square also has an. Uh, a s- alleyways that rep- make a T-section, se- T-intersection oh, God, goodness gracious Uh, and they also <laughs> have a character that could be who Mr. Jack is, it's slightly confusing, Mr. Jack isn't Mr. Jack Mr. Jack is, is the alter ego of one of these characters uh, one of the yeah. nine characters that are on the board uh, yeah, one side is up-
0: blank. One side has a character.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, after time. that has been set up, each of the characters that the inspector is playing—that uh, again, that was Sherlock Watson and Toby the dog—are set <laughs> along the outer edges of the board, in pretty pretty much as as distance as they can be uh, from each other, uh, and then the player playing Mr. Jack draws one of the nine alibi cards and these are the same characters that are on the board pieces uh, to represent which one he is and he keeps that one secret so he knows which one he is and is trying to avoid detection. Uh, Then game basically starts. The game's going to last eight rounds indicated by little tokens. Uh, and the tokens also represent who takes the first turn in each round and it will alternate. The inspector has the first turn, the uh, all the odd rounds and the, um, uh, the Mr. Jack, the Mr. Jack, See, he sounds more noble than he should be, uh, Has <laughs> the, all starts uh, in, <laughs> in all the even rounds. Uh, and what yes. actions you can take, there's always four actions you can take, are determined by essentially flips of coins. Because there are four action tokens that are double-sided, and they get flipped in some form or fashion, however you're able to do it, uh, before the start of every odd round. And of those actions, they can either be any of these four actions. They can be moving the dog, moving um, Sherlock, moving Watson. There's also one that allows you to move any one of those three one space or possibly uh, no spaces if you're Mr. Jack. Uh, There's also... Being able to manipulate the piece, the board pieces themselves, which could either be rotating one of the tiles or swapping two of the tiles, and then also drawing and another one of those alibi cards. Uh, and since this is asymmetric, sometimes uh, when you pick that action, it changes the ability. So, for example, the one I mentioned where it was moving any one of the three characters around the, the board and you're always moving clockwise. Uh, normally if you are the uh, inspector, you can either move, you can basically move any one of those three, one space around the board. But as Mr. Jack, you can either move one of those uh, one space or move them none. And then with the drawing alibi cards, uh, as Mr. Jack, you do draw that card, but you keep it secret to yourself. And on each alibi card, there is also little uh, hourglass tokens. It's one of the ways of winning the game for Mr. Jack. Uh, if if there are hourglass tokens, he just earns those, and he keeps he keeps it secret uh, from the other player. And if you are um the inspector you reveal it and eliminate that as a possibility as who mr jack could be Uh, after a round finishes so after all four actions have been taken uh, the round ends and mr jack says either you can see me or you can't see me because on these little board pieces as i mentioned there are alleyways and so the characters can either see down the alleyways or they're blocked by walls or things like that and they so if if he can if the character that is being posed as Mr. Jack can be seen, he will say, I'm seen. And then all the ones that aren't visible by one of those characters gets flipped over. Uh, and if he can't be seen, then all the ones that can be seen get flipped over. So essentially you're deducing which one of these characters can be yeah, Mr. Jack. you're eliminating players or options, yep. characters that can be Jack. Uh, yeah. Which... And then it alternates to the next turn and the other player goes uh, and those four action tiles that were taken all get flipped over to their opposite side. So all the remaining actions can be taken. Um, This continues on for eight rounds or possibly less because the game ends when one of I think two things, possibly three, because, again, it's asymmetric. So if uh, the inspector can reduce it down to one character before the time ends, uh, then the inspector wins. Uh, if Mr. Jack can earn six hourglass tokens, and those hourglass tokens are the ones he gets from the alibis, and also he earns hourglass tokens if is If at the end of the round he is not seen, he will earn the round marker to indicate that he got another hourglass. Uh, And if he earns six at the end of a round, then he wins. Uh, But if both characters win at the same time and Mr. Jack, it's very complicated. Mr. Jack wasn't seen. (laughs) Then the round continues until the inspector can see Mr. Jack. Uh or until the time can run out. That's the other way Mr. Jack can win. Is if you go through all 8 rounds and he isn't discovered or he wasn't seen by the end of the game, then Mr. Jack wins. That is the entire yes. game. Slightly
0: complicated and I kind of want to round yeah, that way. Yeah, it's so complicated for <laughs> it sounds so complicated for a It's tiny so much easier when you can see it, I'm going to be honest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, It's it basically with the 3 by 3 grid, each one of those tiles is either has a character face up or uh, in a series of alleyways, orienting in some way or the other. Typically it's, you know, you're, looking, you're trying to just align alley, orient the uh, tiles to align alleyways to either see as many characters as you can as the inspector, or not see, uh, or trying to be hidden if you're Jack. Um, yeah. And so yeah, you're basically just, it's a cat and mouse game, and it really feels like it, too. And, and it's it's well done. <laughs> But it is more complicated than you, ex- or more dense, I think, than you expect it to be. Or at least me. It was more, it was more, uh, less lighthearted than I expected the game to be. And I think I remember when we did this, uh, a review of this previously uh, that we never released. But I remember being surprised by the depth of it, or at least the intensity of it. And it kind of turned me off. This time, actually, I had a much better playtime and enjoyment of this game because I think I was ready for it. <laughs> And I really, I really like it. It's very unique. It feels very unique as a little as a game. I haven't played anything quite like it. Yeah,
1: I, I, I definitely enjoyed it more th- recently. Although I'm, mean, I have to be honest, yeah.
0: I screwed up the rules the last
1: two times I played it. Um, normally, <laughs> when you're taking actions during the round, the person who takes the first action takes their first action, and then the other player takes two actions, and then it comes back. To the first player to take the final remaining action i accidentally right. did it alternating where i took an action they took an action i took an action they took an action which doesn't change uh-huh. it a whole lot but it does change the way you kind of deduce what actions you can take which is basically for the meat of the game of going all right if i do this right. then they can do that and then that can leave me this and this, but then they can do that, which really only leaves me this. So you're always trying to, the, the The main strategy is usually either I want to see as many people as I can or see as few people as I can, or I want him to, if you're Mr. Jack, you're usually your strategy is I want him to see nobody. It cannot, Can I make it so none of his little inspector dudes can see anything, uh, which may or may not work for you.
0: <laughs> right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's um. It's. <laughs> what was I gonna say? It's uh. It's interesting. How so? Okay. Actually, where when you were doing those rules wrong with the action choice, um, how did you feel the balance was shifted? Or do you could you tell? Did Honestly, you play I didn't. With the, I didn't think it ba- the balance shifted that much. Because so when I, you we, were playing, how many of we the played, games you played? How did it balance for like uh, Jack versus the inspector winning? I thought they were still pretty close. Oh, interesting. Or, okay.
1: Yeah. They, I mean like our first of uh, the first game we played when we were playing it wrong, I was the inspector and she was Mr. Jack. It was, it was a tight one. She ended up getting five hour glasses, uh, before I was able to discover who she was. And it, it, it was, it was still tight. And then I yeah. played Mr. Jack the next turn. And it was one of those games where right from the get go, I was, I, I knew immediately I'm going to have to run the clock out on this because every turn she just could see me every time. I was luckily able to keep a lot of characters on the board, but I just couldn't earn hourglasses from not being seen. So I'm like, this is, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to have to run the clock out because I'm never going to earn the. Earn the hourglasses to make it, which I was—I was, I was right. able to do. I was able to run the okay. clock out. It came—it came down to two characters left on the board, but I was luckily able to make it so that it was. She just couldn't ever. Either she was always seeing both of them, or she was always seeing neither of them.
0: Right. So it was yeah, still pretty tight. I, I feel like, and we we played it with the the normal way, but I feel like, and that's interesting that it was tighter that way because I feel like, it is. A little leans toward the to Mr. Jack. I feel like Mr. Jack on our playthroughs at least it seemed like it had a slight edge. Whenever we played it was whoever was Mr. Jack uh, won and we played like uh, three games in a row to as refresher games for this game and um, and I played a bunch before but but anyway and so I felt one of those times I did actually screw up the, the uh, actions where I think I actually did two the had Shelly go first and then I did the two middle actions in a row and then she went last so she split up her actions where I got two in a row which helps um but yeah anyway I was curious how it went with you guys because I kind of felt like I wonder if if you'd change that turn order if it would make a difference and it seems like it might have I
1: don't think it does uh, or here no. let me ask you this when you were playing how intense were you in this game <laughs> how intense Yes. Like, how focused
0: focused were you while you were playing? Uh, We were pretty focused. We didn't have a lot of distractions, so we were taking our times on our turns, for sure.
1: Okay, because, like, I was utterly focused like I, I, there were many turns where Liz is going um, take your turn already which normally she doesn't do yeah. but I was just like yeah, yeah. so in and I'm like alright if I do this then I do that then I do that it actually got to a point where like there was an we were playing in a restaurant an old woman came up and she's like what are you playing and I'm, I'm just like oh uh, Mr. Jack Pocket and then she was like talking about her and her group and they like to play a game If I, I don't know if you've heard of it it's cube and at the time I was so like alright if I do this I'm like I have no idea what you just said. Uh, no, I've never heard of it. And then, like, then my brain clicked and goes, "No, you've totally heard of it. You've played that. You hate yeah, that game." So I was really into this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, we got focused too. We got really uh, lost in it. And I, like I said, I, I remember liking this game before, and um, but being like a little uh, surprised by the intense focus it can demand if you want to play that way and it easily lends itself to that so this time we were ready for it and we were like in a position where we could have a couple beers and really focus on it so I feel like we had a better time but yeah we were definitely heavily focused on our turns it was a puzzle to solve for sure yeah Yeah. no old ladies came up to us though
1: no old (laughs) ladies old ladies tend to come up to me for some reason I don't know why (laughs) it's usually in airports and it's usually just <laughs> you like I like need help a with the
0: crossword, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I I really like this game. I think it. Um it, it it's interesting because it it kind of like patchwork we were talking about where it's a little more complicated than you'd expect for the theme. I mean, I get well, not for the theme, I guess, because the theme here, once you think about it, it's pr- it's pretty heavy. You're chasing a serial killer, or trying to find it, figure it out. But it does. It doesn't it does feel like it. They're it all cartoon images, though. It's not like it's like oh, geez, this is <laughs> <laughs> kind of cartoon, but they're not like superhero or not like ex- super exaggerated. They all look they're like they super... could definitely be killing people. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I wouldn't put it past any of them. Um, even the dog, <laughs> even Toby. <laughs> but it, it, I like. I do like it. I like the fact that you're, uh, the fact that you're the. Uh, it's a cool feel at where you have this nine by nine, or three by three grid, and you uh, they're face up at the beginning of the game with all the characters out, and then basically you can tell from your first move as Jack um, how well you're going to set yourself up because they set out randomly oriented, and so if you can have five. Options still available because in the first round uh, the inspectors definitely—if they're any good at all—are going to eliminate some, and usually it's three to four, if um, in our playthroughs at least. And if you can have five um, uh, out, then or, or I'm sorry, four to five that are eliminated. But if you can have five out as Jack still, still uh, suspects, then you're doing really well for that first round. Um, and so yeah, I like how you can kind of you can kind of tell how how your play is going to be set up, and then. This time playing through and these playthroughs, I was much a- a- more able to kind of be cognizant of like what I should be doing for next round, sort of plan for the next round, as well as trying to avoid detection on the current round. So, yeah, I I, I like this game a lot. I like this game a lot. I don't know where I was going with that. I was rambling, but just long story short, I enjoyed I, my plays. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I think I, in yeah? the
1: last two plays, I liked it a little bit more than I, I liked it previously. But there's just uh-huh. there's something about the game that I'm. I just, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get you. Flip my switch. I have other, there are <laughs> other like logic games that, that I can totally sink my teeth into and just be like, okay. But I feel like there's just a bit too much randomness to the game mm-hmm. to make it a complete like, like intense logic game. Because there's, there's basically two things that are the randomness in the game. That's the flipping the coins, which, Alright, the, the, it's horrible They're not even coins, they're like paper
0: tokens yes. So you're let's, flipping these paper tokens Let's giant talk about the worst tokens. design aspect of this game
1: <laughs> I think the instruction manual says to put them all in your hand Shake them around and like throw
0: them up in the air Which doesn't yeah. work Because they like, just all stay what? together no. Yeah, they stick together <laughs> Yeah, no, we flip them like a coin Yeah, I flip yeah, that, them like so, a coin the,
1: individually <laughs>
0: Yeah, this was our, our – we, we've talked about this previously about that complaint. Like, th- So basically there's four actions available each turn, but the action tokens – you do those four actions and then you flip them over for the next turn and do the opposing actions. But this would have been done much better in some other way, either with dice or something because it's actual just kind of been an annoying. like coins. I or actual actually a heavier coins. Or, you know, yeah, what? If had you heavier know what they should have
1: done is they just should have done. No, they couldn't do that. All right. So, in the original, like, Mr. Jack game, the way they did it, they just had um, eight cards, essentially. I think they were still, like, okay. thick cardboard tokens. And then you just shuffle those out and put four out. And then the next round, you put the other four out. The Because yeah. they're coin token type things, it's forcing it so that uh, each one will oppose the other one, so you'll never get uh, Sherlock and the alibi card draw out in the same turn, or you'll never right. get uh, Toby the dog and Watson out in the same turn, which is,
0: Toby. I mean, I guess
1: what they were aiming for, maybe, that, that has to be the only reason why they were doing that. Maybe there's some reason that was just like, well, you know, if they get all of the, if they get all Toby, Watson, and the inspector in, in the turn, then that just kind of throws everything off, but uh, I just, I don't know. No, it, it just, I would have heard actual coins if they
0: were going to do that, to be honest. They, yeah, for it, sure. They'd be would feel way better. easier to flip and use. I do like it. I mean, it's a fun system, but just the fact that they're very light, sticky, or, you know, static, sticky cardboard, it's frustrating yeah. <laughs> to, to jumble them up like they say. But yeah. other than that, I, I, because I, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, I, there's something about this game where there's a mix of luck and lodge or luck and non-luck. Yeah the that... the
1: the other part of luck let me just get get this out is mm-hmm. um uh and it, it weighed heavily on me on the last game that I played where it's the drawing that alibi card is that can totally like as as Mr. Jack in the last game um I was trying mm-hmm. to avoid detection the entire time and I'm like okay I can easily avoid detection if I just move these things here and do that and rotate this and I'll be fine the one thing I always had to do and I feel like Maybe it's just one of those things that people just do normally is when that uh, inspection card, the alibi card, when you can draw an alibi card, like I had Mm -hmm. to take it every turn. And it happened to be that every turn I was the first action taker in the rounds where I could. And so I was forced to take it because I was down to two. There was that there was like a one in four chance in the last round where. If she would have drawn it, she had a one in four chance of revealing the character that I wasn't and thus ending the game. And I'm just like, man, I'd rather not have to take this and gamble it, but I have to take this to remove the chance of the gamble. And it was slightly irritating because I'm like, man, it's one of those things where I I don't have to think. I just have to do this because it would suck for the game to end with her drawing a card and being like, oh. You're the you're the other character. I, I've solved it, and it was just like, oh man! But it didn't end that way, luckily. But I just felt kind of. I don't know. let down a little bit when it was my turn I'm like well that's what I have to do because I don't want it to right. end like that I want it to end on me going alright let me think this out but I couldn't I had to take that just to remove that possibility I didn't want to be like well there's a one in four chance you could draw that but there's also you know if I take it then I have to think through this other stuff but I, I should really just take that to eliminate it and just not think And it was, it was kind of irritating with the entire rest of the game being alright let me think this out
0: you know yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally get you. It's kind of an interesting um, <clears throat> spot. I, I actually like it where it is now this time because it scratches an itch for a really intense thinker, but it's fast, and there there is luck to it, so there is that kind of annoyance of like a Euro game where you kind of get, um, not, up, not, not like you have a big plan and luck upturns it. It's just your options are less, uh, you have less agency within your options than you might hope for. But that also, like, a lot of these games is offset by the fact that it's a quick game. <laughs> and so it's like, yes. if you're not getting the things you hope for, you're done. And you're like, ah, okay, well, now let's switch, and I'll be the investigator. Or I'll be Jack, whichever I wasn't. And then we'll see how well I do. So uh, that yeah. that's kind of what saves it for me, is that it's fast, and then you can try the other side.
1: Yeah. I, it, it does have a certain combination that I... I don't see in other games. I mean, it has a lot. It's the, the luck aspect. It plays fast and it's logical. And I have a bunch of games that play fast. I have a bunch of games that are logical and I have a bunch of games that have a bit of luck in them, but I don't think I have anything like this that does that. Like for example, um, like the Duke, is another very logical game, but has a bit of luck in it. But unless you're playing very poorly, it usually isn't too short. It's a bit like chess. And there's like a random element of when you add pieces to the board, you're drawing into a bag. And so, and I really like the Duke, but it doesn't play Mm -hmm. fast, but I'm fine with that because I don't want it to play fast in that case. And then I also have other games that are short and logical like, uh, quarto, but it's, there is it's all perfect information. It, there is no luck to it. You are making all the decisions. It's it's kinda like uh uh, it's it's a very logical based kind of uh, four in a row type game, but it's all based on like shapes and sizes and colors and different features. And you're trying to get four in a row and you're picking out your opponent's piece and and they get to place whatever one you pick. And if you can notice the four, in a, it's it's way more logic based. And there's a lot of turns where it's just like, OK, hold on. Let me think if I do this and it's all that. And I love that game. And this yeah. one kind of combines a little bit of both of those. And there's something about it. I just, I don't know. I'd rather play either one of those other two games that I mentioned. But for for you, like, if you really like this, that's great. And I can definitely see most people. And I don't hate this game. I, I enjoy it. But I think, like, after I play it, I'm like, I think I would have rather played this.
0: Yeah, you know where it is for me is I, I enjoyed playing it again, but I haven't played it for a while, and I kind of feel like that's where Mr. Jack falls for me, where it's a game that I do enjoy, and it's, it is unique in the way it's structured. I've never played a game exactly like it where it has that grid and you affect the game board, basically what the grid is, um, in certain ways, and, and you really try to manipulate. Basically, you're just manipulating the game board and three pieces around the game board um for your benefit whichever side you're on so I've never really played anything exactly like that but it's not a game I'll probably pick up again a lot but it does it was fun to play going out um this week and so I, I kind of feel like that's where it fits too because I kind of get I get what you're saying where you're like um where in your case you were like oh, I would have rather played I potentially would have rather played another game that sort of fits this genre I I enjoyed my plays, but now I'd look for another game um, to play more often or, or just take out. But you know, it's like, which game am I going to grab off the shelf? If I've just played around several rounds of Mr. Jack this week, I'm not going to grab it again. I'm going to grab something right. else.
1: Yeah. It, it, <clears throat> like I'll definitely play this game again. It's going to be like yeah. another six months before I take it off the, <laughs> off the shelves. But you know, it's, uh, I, I'm trying to think, like, when Liz plays it, she does enjoy it, but I don't, she's uh-huh. never to the point where she's like, oh, yeah, that, I don't think we've ended a game. Even <laughs> the ones she's won, I don't think she's ever gone, yeah, that was awesome. Usually, like, midway through the game, she's always going, man, I feel like I've made a huge mistake somewhere along the line. And I'm just <laughs> like, no, I mean, you're you're playing just fine. Like, there's definitely parts where I'm like, that was a good move. That was exactly what yeah. you needed to yeah. do at that moment in time. Yeah, perfect, But... But she's she's always just like, nah. I, I feel like I've messed something up somewhere <laughs> along the line. and, and it's hard it, I think it's harder for her to enjoy the game. And so when she's not enjoying the game as much, then I'm not enjoying the game as much, and it's it's yeah, not that she doesn't like logic games. She definitely enjoys, She loves the Duke just as much as I do. So uh-huh. that one is usually the one we go to. Corto uh, I think is a bit too in. That's a bit too logical. So I think she's just like Nah, I don't I don't want <laughs> to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I it. I think I think if you have two people that really that enjoy the game, then it then it probably works out. But I there is just I don't know. Yeah, it, it it yeah if, it, it, if, it, it, if it, it if it hits your niche, great.
0: Yeah, no, I I think yeah, I think we're on the same page with it. I, like I, I'm glad I have it in my collection, and it is nice to bring it out every once in a while, um, and and play it again. But then I'm like, all right, I'm done with all right. That was that was done. That was fun. But on to another <laughs> another one. It's definitely not a game that I want to replay again and again and again like quicks or Cleva uh, or something like that like I'm I'm up for it whatever it's a little too intense for that um lighthearted takeout play which I want and it's not even that like you're saying it's not even that it's too intense because there's other intense games that are that are fun it's just i don't know just the combination of elements i think is what i think you hit it on the head it's a combination of strategy and then the luck tie-in and how they interplay with each other for this one specifically i enjoy the uniqueness of the mechanisms but the but but not enough to to be like a constant staple yeah so, so um okay well, let's wh- let's talk uh table space and oh sorry go yeah, ahead you table got space no no you're okay. right
1: table space
0: Let's it's jump into table space. So, that's one of its strengths. Uh yeah, it's not too bad, but it is yeah. <clears throat> so, you've got the main grid and along the side of the grid, the round to or the turn tokens, there's like uh, eight of them, and so you'll have those turn tokens there. Then you'll have a, a stack of the player identity or the character identity cards. Um and then the tokens of uh the investigators' characters, Holmes, Watson, and Toby. Those are just like discs that um you move around the grid and then of course the action discs which there are four of them they're all these discs are about the size of a poker chip so if you think of the three by three grid about i don't know two-thirds the size of a piece of printer paper about is what um yeah i think it's like grid takes up maybe a little bit bigger
1: yeah i think it's like the whole thing probably takes up like a an area of about yeah, fourteen inches by fourteen inches total. That's including yeah. all the tokens. Yeah. That's so it really right. doesn't take right up that much too.
0: space. So, and it's it's great. Like we went out to a beer garden today, and on one of those, obviously, those tables are great for games because they're so long and big. And if you get there early, you can establish quite a quite a territory. But um, but even though that place is crowded, wise, it's easy to be. Um, you're not going to bleed out on the sides of you if you're sitting across from each other. It's going to easily fit in between you and um not like bleed out into areas um to the left or the right of you so it, that's one of its greatest strengths is this is um table space perfect perfect for taking out in that sense yeah um let's see uh okay so we have uh, who's it for all right we kind of went through this a bunch on, on our preferences but basically it's for <laughs> someone who likes uh, a th- somewhat someone of a thinker strategy um a puzzle to be solved um but also is comfortable with uh, having some luck involved in um, options, your options. The luck is gonna be what actions are available to you on the turn, how best to integrate them into your strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, your strategies are, are very simple. If you're in the investigator, you're trying to see a lot or see specific characters, and if you're Jack, you're trying to avoid being seen or being seen completely so nothing uh is no characters are eliminated <clears throat> um so your your strategy is very sp- kind of specific it is figured out for you but how you integrate that is the actions are that's where the yeah. luck comes in what's available to you to do that each round and also
1: i think the other thing which you mentioned earlier which which you kind of brought up and i i kind of glommed onto a lot was the short timeline if you want one of the mix yeah. of those two things of strategy and luck but within a short timeline the, this is yeah. this is something you should definitely try out.
0: Yeah, and and, and it is it is satisfying. I mean, we, both of us are yeah. kind of lukewarm on the on the game, but it is a it is very well designed, and um, it feels appropriate to the theme. Like it does feel like you're trying to like. You know, well, obviously you're not turning, (laughs) turning alleyways physically, but you're manipulating um, uh, your vision, basically. If you think of it that way, as the investigator character, to try to peer down these alleyways to see a suspect running down there, Um, and then as the Jack, you're trying to scurry down alleyways and blend in with a crowd of other characters and be like, "Oh no, it's just no, just a bunch of us hanging out." So it feels appropriate, and it does fit those puzzle. that need to play, like a puzzle game. So it fits that well. Yeah. And
1: my mom would not play this. And yes. I, no I way hope, in hell would Alex's mom like this. I hope to goodness the old lady that asked what the name of the game was does not search
0: out for this game because I don't yeah.
1: think she would like it
0: either. <laughs> <laughs> it looks simpler than it is. Yeah, it looks more lighthearted than it is or easier to play. Um, yeah, I don't think your mom would like it. Would your, so we talked about your dad last time. But would your dad... Enjoy this or with this? I think this might even be. uh,
1: I don't think my dad would. I mean, he might enjoy this, but I don't think I'd want. This is not one of those games where I'm like, I really want to play this with my dad.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think I, knowing your parents, I I agree. I feel like mine either. I my parents would not want to play this game either. But um, so yeah, so it doesn't take it doesn't hit the uh, Alex's mom. Does Alex's mom like it? Scale. And then the no. subcategory, does Alex's death get, which we are dad. developing currently
1: <laughs> in development. so scale, Eventually my system. brother will make it onto this list. Yeah. And then yeah, all, extra family. All of Alex's would, family. Would my mother and mom play this? You know, <laughs> how many of my
0: aunts would like this game? <laughs> um, Two of them. So yeah, uh, but, but, but other than that, I think it does fit a, uh, it's, it's very portable. So at for this theme, taking it out, it's a it's part of obviously why we put it on the list, but it it's appropriate for that and scratches an intense puzzle solving um, logic game itch. So that's kind of where it fits in our list right now. But yeah, um, I think it's I think it's worth checking out. If nothing else, I would definitely do some video watching uh, to make sure it's something that you'd like before you buy it. But it is a small and inexpensive game as well. So, like I said before, I am glad it's in my collection, even if it's not a constantly played game. It's a unique game at least.
1: Yeah, I concur.
0: Concur. Well, there we go. So we perfect. We have a consensus. <laughs> I think it's a good time to stop. <laughs> Plus, I seem to be like getting hoarser, so maybe I'm going to lose my voice again, so we should probably quit here. But, um, but yeah, that is Mr. Jack Pocket, and as Alex mentioned previously, this is a compact version of a bigger game. I've actually never played Mr. Jack, and you, you have. Um, I've not played Mr. Jack. I've seen oh, it played. Oh, I thought played. you had. Okay. Uh,
1: no, it's it's basically, they it, it plays mostly the same-ish. It, they change a few mechanics here and there. It's played on an actual board, and you're moving things around hexes, and uh, uh-huh. uh, the goal is instead of, it, it still has the eight rounds, and it still has all the same characters in it, and... The, you're trying to deduce instead of looking down alleyways it's can they be seen in the light or are they next to someone else who can see like are they directly adjacent to another character and you're just no. like moving the actual characters around the alleyways rather than moving the alleyways around it's yeah okay. but it, it, it it's the same exact theme it's the same ideas it's just a few different different mechanics and there's also um the the game ending thing instead of having hourglasses, glasses as mr jack trying to he can actually if he can gar- get his character to walk off one of the four exits uh, then he wins oh, okay. or if he or if he can waste all eight rounds and not get caught That so is. so he can escape better. the board basically and he can in escape the, the board in- instead of earning oh, hourglasses, glasses he can escape the board oh, interesting. so i think there's okay. a little i think there's a little bit more of a, a bluff aspect in that in that respect there gotcha. is a little bit of like a bluff aspect here but it's a little bit harder to detect since it's like well you're probably just moving that because then you know then i can see all
0: the characters rather than you're probably moving right, that right. because you're trying to avoid that detection yeah so that is an option if the if you do like the theme um there are other similar hidden identity games like Whitechapel, of course um comes to mind but Specter <clears throat> Ops um, is that the name of the other one the Specter Ops, yep, Specter Ops is one. Um, and then, uh, of course, the original, or the uh, the throwback one, Scotland Yard, is uh, another one, similar oh, yeah. um, feel where you're running after a suspect. Uh, still holds up, by the way. I love that game. It's a very old game. Milton, Bra- is that? I think it's a Milton, not a Milton Bradley, but it's one of those Milton Bradley-era heyday um, printers, but publishers. But anyway, uh, that is Mr. Jack Pocket. So... Let us know what you guys think, and uh, hey, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at Chits and Chat on Twitter. You can also go to our podcast network page, eavesdrop.com, E-A-S-E-D-R-O-P.com, and find our page, the Chits and Chat page. There is a comment section there. You can let us know what you think, how we're doing, how terrible we're doing, how good we're doing, what you want us to review if we're missing something for our review list for the series. uh, We'd love to hear from you and uh you, you'd
1: love to hear from them i it, I'm, I'm middling i, I know
0: personally that's yeah, true i should speak I wanna, for us i, I only want to hear the
1: praise if you have something bad to say give it give it to chuck so uh, anything so anything in your great, comments, share the in well, the subject
0: but. line just you know direct it to one of us if it's negative you can send it to me i can deal with it if it's solo positive just let alex know and if he's feeling good he'll let me know <laughs> I'm wallowing in all the negative comments. But uh, that'll do it for us, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, look forward to hearing your comments. We'll see you guys next week for another uh, review of our Bar Game series. See you then. See ya.